Hey everybody, welcome back to Wings with Friends. I'm your host, Mary Upchurch, and I'm very excited to be podcasting again, live from the Big Pine Comedy Festival at Rick Brunson's House of Comedy in Phoenix, Arizona. Let me see how many good labels I can get in here. <laughs> um, I'm really excited to be sitting down face-to-face, not online, not at a distance, with Ryan Cott. Hey, Mary. Thanks how for having you? me. This is great. This is great to be 3D here. I'm yeah. so sick of Zooms and... Uh, meetings online so i'm so happy to be here in phoenix and uh seeing everybody it's been a couple of years and it's been good to see you how is about this weather oh i love it Isn't i know nice? we went golfing today and i sent some pictures it wasn't the most ideal arizona day but it was a lot better than what it's like in boston so i said i i never put instagram stories up and i put on there it's got like 100 people looking at Everyone's it right like, hey, yeah. yeah right right yeah it's um, been good that's why people like it here i know, you know i get it the winters are really were really favorable so right you're not a comedian i'm not i'm on the business side of things yeah. uh so uh we you're run here industry i am the industry i am the, the industry uh <laughs> yes so i'm here to help with hillary and uh to help her out with anything that she needs um and it's nice for me to get away and meet all these new people, but it's also the connections we made a couple of years ago at Flagstaff and all the friends, and then, you know, to be able to see everybody again was great. Um, are you are you here, or, or, or do you notice from like a talent side? Are you are you scoping talent or uh, anything like that for for the clubs that you? Yeah, I'm always open to anything. So if somebody blows me away, and I'll pick somebody for Best of Fest that you know will eventually get. Um, a feature work at one of our clubs so yeah i'm always looking for something if i see more than one people i just want to be, be in contact with them and we'll figure something out down the road but it's also it's all of the above for this festival it's being able to meet with all the industry people we're just talking off you know mike about the uh, amazon after dark stuff and then all these other people that you get get to meet and connect with and you know we've been able to work on some some actual deals for something down the road just by the industry people here like anywhere from you know corporate gigs to tv stuff so it's very very helpful that is huge yeah it's great i think always think that's what's special too about big pine is, is the way uh, you know hillary brings out industry and the collaboration and the projects that she's doing and i just i mean I, I'm, I'm watching it at a, as a, at a distance yep uh, but as a comic i've always felt very supported and seen and it was worth my time it's the it's the character of people that are she brings to this thing too it's the industry that's you know they can get some bad raps but the character of the people here is phenomenal though and it's just every time we've gone out to eat or went and played golf today and you know, it's hanging around these people. They're just good people, and people you get you to know them. Be well, that's the thing. You, you, and you, I didn't know half these people too. And now that we've been hanging out, they're like, "Wow, these are really just generally good people." So it's just such a, a breath of fresh air. I love that. So, Ryan, what is your title? Um, how would one introduce you, or what's on your business card? Uh, so I don't have any business cards, but uh, <laughs> I know I get you. Uh, so I am the managing partner of John Tobin Presents. So John Tobin Presents is a production company that we run and operate. You know. Have about a dozen clubs one of them being our biggest one is laugh boston in boston then we got a couple other ones in boston then some in worcester which is an hour west of boston and then another one that's an hour west of that some clubs in connecticut um so we've got all those clubs and then also during the pandemic we uh, the principal partner john and i were talking throughout the pandemic especially during the social justice stuff and we're like, hey, can you name any blank agents or managers that we work with? And we couldn't. Oh. And that really bothered us. And it was like, what can we do about this? And we know a guy that's kind of back in uh, Boston uh, from L.A. and New York over the years. For like 40 years, he was a manager. Uh, so we decided to start a new company called Singo Entertainment. And with the mission of bringing diverse people on to learn the business from the backside of it. So the business side of, of comedy and stand-up and entertainment and stuff. 
And for like a year, we were working on it, and we were able just to finally announce it a few months ago, which is really important. So not only is it important to us to have diverse back end of things, but also our client list and stuff is very diverse as well. So that's huge. First of all, congratulations. Thank you so uh, much. It was really cool to see these announcements come out, but I, it's nice to hear from you exactly what it is. Yep. So you saw a gap. And you said, what can we do? You took it upon yourselves. Yeah. Um, I mean, what a trailblazer. Like, I mean. It was something. It's also tough because so there's four of us. There's our managing partner, which is Ben Hills. One of our managing partner, Norman Lavalette and John Tobin and I are partners in it as well as the owners. Uh, so it's it's kind of weird to having three guys that are just have white males and stuff. They're like, what? but the, we're, we have a stronghold in this business. We've been doing this for a long time. What can we do to help or do something that is meaningful? Um, and once we brought it to Ben Hill, um, he was sold on it once we told him the mission of it and stuff like yeah. this. So it's, 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 it's been a tough battle right now of getting it up and running just because of pandemic and getting yeah. comics working around the country and stuff like that. But we've been real uh, fortunate with a lot of Google uh, and Salesforce mm-hmm. virtual Zooms and stuff for some yeah. of our clients. So we're doing all right, but it's, uh, it's an uphill battle, but it is very rewarding too to know we're doing something right. And that's the thing. Um, that's why it is been slow to happen because it's not easy it takes a dedication you have to want to do it yeah um and i'm thinking about like my day job in the corporate world and everybody's kind of trying but it's like are you really trying you know how are you trying so hey hillary do you need something do you want my best of fest or something that girl that that went first tonight so we're talking about inclusion diversity and how it's not easy but it's like you you commit to doing it it's necessary though and the thing is too is times have changed so dramatically and people have to be included and it's just we're in a weird position that we're able to do something about it so instead of just talking about it we did it good for you yeah and i imagine like being on that side of the business it is it it, it, like who you know and i mean it's probably hard to break into it yeah i mean to learn the back end of the business like i've been doing in this business for 20 plus years now and you know i started off as a door guy i was a bar back i was a bartender i was a waiter and then eventually a floor manager and then stuff like this but i technically didn't get going on like the business business side of things of dealing with agents negotiating contracts looking at the numbers for the clubs until like you know 15 years ago maybe or 10 years ago so like halfway through it so it's it's important too, and that's just you know it's not the sexiest part of this, but it's also how those the businesses run and operate. So you, yeah. it is important to know, and then it's also too to be able to treat the comics properly. There's so many people out there that just always want to get one over, but there's enough for everybody. There's enough yeah. to, for us to get paid, for them to get paid, and be treated fairly. So. Uh, that's really important to us. And it's also, so our client list is a bunch of guys that really haven't made it yet. And that we think that they've, the sky's the limit for them and we can help them with the connections we have around the country and the people we know to try to get them auditions and get in front of people. So, oh, that's fantastic. yeah, so we're really How excited about that. On that list? Just 12. Okay. Yeah. So we kept it small and tight for right now. And it, we originally st- started talking about bringing in directors and, and writers and screenplay people but then we're like you know what let's just do what we know let's yeah. stick to comedy right now let's get our feet wet let's get out of the pandemic and then let's then we can open it up fantastic i'm yeah. so excited to hear that and to capture that on my podcast yeah uh, exclusive of- this is the first time i publicly talked <laughs> about besides like a press release <laughs> you know this is the first time anybody's listening yeah. <laughs> no. okay so normally we'd have wings we're all kind of yeah. full it's you know it's a festival it's a whole different situation yeah so what's the deal you get this is a wings so yeah. so <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> um, I feel like I can yell. Cause I'm so I know, yeah. Um, so, okay, so if this was a traditional podcast, let's say I was on the East Coast, I'd be like, Ryan, 
what are the best wings in Boston? Right. You know, and you'd be like, I got this yeah. place. And then we'd eat the wings. And then we'd podcast and talk about those wings. Okay. Preference. So, um, do you eat wings in your real life? I do, yeah. Okay. What's been the best one? Which Is there one that stands out to you? Um, it's been a while. <laughs> um, I do love them, though. And I am a wing guy. I prefer the wings opposed to fingers. Okay, I'm going to ask you that. Yeah, opposed to fingers. Um there's a place called Rock Bottom that has some really good ones. There used to be this place called Zuma's, which was a Tex-Mex place that was across. It was in, so my original comedy club I worked at was called Comedy Connection. It was in Faneuil Hall of Boston, and it's all these outside shops and stuff. And it was a Tex-Mex place, but they did all the food, and they had the best barbecue wings I've ever tasted in my life. Uh, unfortunately, they're no longer in business, but I do, I mean, if I think of wings, that's usually what comes straight to mind. I love it. See, and I want to do a road trip. I want to do a yep. wing road trip, go to all of people's favorite places, yep. and then podcast about them. Unfortunately, sometimes it's like, oh, we're going to go to Wingstop to get the wings for the yeah. podcast today. So, um, I remember growing up, there was a place called Britney's, was a bar in the town I grew up in, and they had 10-cent <laughs> wings. And it was just like everybody, this is like when I was in high school, we would all go there. I remember also I was supposed to be at like my algebra tutor, and I would skip it so I could go to 10 cent wing nights with my friends. See, that's the thing. Wings bring people together. They really do. And until you start telling me about it, I yeah. didn't think about it. Like, and when you think <laughs> about it, you were always with people you really like, doing yeah, something yeah. really fun, yeah. crazy things happen. Oh, yeah. But there's some 10 cent wings just taste better, Yeah, they do. Too. They really do. Because <laughs> then you can just eat without, yeah. like... You know, no discrimination. They're so good that sometimes you go back go back and pay full price for them. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's how they get you. Um, so let me ask you this since we're kind of we've kind of already broached this topic. Do you go for I'm gonna call it a drummy or a flat, but you said a finger? Uh I, I prefer the actual wings opposed to chicken fingers or you know, some people get boneless. Oh, a ten, like a chicken tender. Instead of bon they get boneless. Oh, okay. So okay, but if, uh I'm saying drummy. I or prefer flat. I don't know, I mean I like them both. They truth. I like. I think I get more meat from the flats, um, and you can get more blue cheese on there and stuff. Okay, so my next question. You're yeah. so ahead of me here. Yeah. Ranch or blue cheese? Uh, blue cheese, okay. always. So flat blue cheese. Do you eat the carrot, celery, veggies yep. at all, or yes or no? Yes. Uh, both of them. All of it. Um, this is like a personality test to figure out like, who you really okay, are. Okay, good. Well, you, are you going to give me some sort of like? Yes, uh, diagnosis? yes exactly. Yes. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Okay. Um, dry rub or a sauced wing? It's got to be in the mood, but if I'm not caring about anything, I like to get messy. So Let's like get you're wet. not wearing a white shirt. Yep. Let's know. get messy with the sloppy buffalo sauce. Okay. Yep. Dip it in the blue cheese. Yep. Yes, these things go to well together. Yep. So this, I'm taking this question out, but I do want to know. It's not part of the thing, but fried, baked, grilled, or smoked, if Fri you had a choice. Fried. Yeah. Okay. Traditional fried. Um, last question. Okay. How many wings can you eat? Oh, uh, if I'm really getting after it, I mean, I could eat a couple dozen at least. 24? At least. Okay. So, Ryan Cott, your wing constitution is yeah. FBVSF24. What the fuck's that mean? Well, you know. FB. I mean, it's a flat, blue cheese. Oh, okay. That's veggies, it. Oh, so you just. <laughs> sauce, yeah. <laughs> so you just put a brief. You just bring you the first initial to everything. I thought you were going to be like, all right, well, you're a real intellect and uh, well, passionate person with a deep soul. Yes, I that's mean, what that, that's what you meant to say, right? Well, <laughs> you're really ruining this for me. <laughs> Thanks. Yes, yeah. it's a very. By the way, I'm taking your podcast over, and we're going to be doing. <laughs> Wings of Red Master, right. part of the production. Um, we've got a thirteenth member of the client list. Yes. Um, 
Well, what it does is if you're searching for people, for friends, for, for whoever, you know, like business partners, like you want to know, are you a drummy or a flat? Yeah, yeah. So you don't want to go out to lunch with somebody who's also a flat. Yeah. When is this like dating floor, app stuff too you would put it on? It could be. You could yeah. put it on a dating app. You could put it on a LinkedIn. You could put it on your resume. So if you were on a dating app and somebody said they wanted the opposite of you, would you not go on a date with them? No, that might be are perfect you, because... Yeah. I just want to know how serious you take it. I take it really serious. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I never go on dates. So yeah, I, I know. It. it ain't easy out there, Mary. I, oh, you're telling me. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? Um, no, but I would want somebody. At this age, I'm not going to be that picky anymore. Yeah. But ideally, it might be like a drummy. Yeah. Um, because then they, they don't eat my flats. Well, well played. You know, well you know played. Yep. Um. Blue cheese people should stick together because if you like blue cheese, then it's like a, ooh, that's a good blue cheese. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I like a, my favorite blue cheese is like Bob's Big Boy. I don't know if you like it's a restaurant, but they. they yeah, they I remember those restaurants. Yeah, they sell. They, they had the uh, Bob sitting out front, right? Yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah, with the hamburger and the thing. Yeah, are they still around? I think there's one in LA, maybe. Okay. But I buy the dressing in the refrigerator section. Oh, I didn't realize. At the grocery store. The cold dressing. Yeah, I would get the uh, Hidden Valley. Was all, was that? Does it, no, that's ranch. Uh, uh, the ones that came in the jar, not to squirt, but you had to twist it off. The blue yes. cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those that's kinds. in the cold section. Yeah. I like a good blue cheese, like when it's chunky and. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, I like a dry rub. I don't. So I haven't done enough scientific research to know this. It's just yeah. like fun, Ryan. I always think the dry rub too is makes it feel like it's healthier. I've heard somebody tell me that. We used to do wings with a bunch of Boston comics for years at a place in downtown and then uh, on like Monday nights and we did it for years and one of the guys was always a health conscious guy and he would always do the dry one. So I think that's why I equate I think the healthiness. Are like crispier. Like yeah, and I do lot. enjoy that. Is Jay Whitaker one of your Yeah, good buddy of mine, yeah. I'm good friends with him. Um, he, um, I've had him on the podcast. He was in town recently and I actually took him to barbecue. We didn't have wings, but he uh, he's a drummy and yeah. he likes the he likes the handle, you know, or something. Yeah, okay. He said he would have a wing in this hand and a pen in this hand, yeah. right? I get it. And how about, is there a better person than Jay Whitaker, by the way? I mean, he's just probably one of the nicest. Yeah, he's gent- one of my favorite people. We signed him. He's one of our clients on Singo. And it is one of the biggest things for me is when we're signing these people, the character of them. And you just don't get a better character than Jay Whitaker. He, he really is the best. Yeah. And that's why when he comes to town, I'm like, let's go, you know, let's hang out. Took him to the best barbecue place here. It's called Little Miss Barbecue. Okay. And just stuffed ourselves. Nice. And it was fantastic. I love him. I love his wife. I think she's just yep. amazing. And yeah, we're so fortunate that he decided to move back there. And now he just bought a house. Yeah. So now, so now he's settled in. And uh, we couldn't be happier that he's with us over in the New England area. I'm, yeah. Now I'm jealous. I'm like, yeah. Well, I've always really liked like Bostoners and that that part of town, yep. and that part of the country. It's very different from like where I grew up and what I'm used to. Like, do you do you think that the country has an, a, like an infatuation with Boston? Like, it seems like people love Boston people. Oh, uh, I feel like it's uh, it goes both ways. I think a lot. I think there's a lot of misconception too, though, about you know the back in the day of the racism and stuff like that. Oh. And it's like we've made strides, especially at Laugh Boston, to make sure that that's not the case. Um, but I do think people love the accent, even though I'm not originally from there. I've lived there for 20 years, so I don't have an accent or a thick one by any means. Um, I've definitely picked up a few things over the last 20 years. I grew up in Northern Virginia, right outside D.C. Oh, okay. Okay. 
but I moved up to Boston in year 2000, so I've actually lived there longer than I lived where I grew up. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, people are infatuated with it. I think it's just because of certain celebrities that come out of there, ridiculous accent, um, you know, sports teams, um. and the the amount of comic uh, comic greatness that came out of there in like the late 80s, early 90s, the Dane Cook, Bill Burr, yeah. Joe Rogan era is just phenomenal. So I really like it, and I told you I, I really want to go there. I, I do worry a little bit. Like, I wonder if they, people there would like me or they'd be nice to me. I get the impression that people are very, like, maybe short. Yeah, it's not early. nearly that bad. Would it's they not push me down? No, or would they no, no, no. tell me to Especially not in our Boston community. It's very inclusive. Yeah. There's a lot of places. Like, if you were to come to town, I'd set you up with, you know, whether or not to be at one of our venues or something. But there's so many shows that they would come and open it. Especially if you say, hey, we got a friend coming in. If Jay made a call, if I made a call, just come in and do it and just have fun. And then, uh, you, that, yeah, so you'd meet so many people. More than welcome. Anytime. Thank you. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, that settles it. I do want to eat lobster, though, too, also. I hate lobster. Um, I mean, I guess I could imagine. I, I, I've never liked it. I just, for something about me, I remember this, I don't know, about young age, maybe 20, it was like, if you got to drown it in butter, why the fuck are we eating it? I was like, I, uh, I was on a cruise ship one time, and they are like, you got to try it. You got to try it. And it was the most rubbery thing I've ever had so I was just like well I'm not overpaying for something that I don't really enjoy it's like I'd rather just go pay for a big huge steak okay well let me ask you this how do you feel about Mexican food I love it see I so I think it's the same way like yeah. I grew up with Mexican food I'm half Mexican yeah and it's like oh mom burritos are good. Uh, yeah and it's so it, it's kind of like what you're not used to already you don't get all the time but uh, you know like if I went there like lobster and it's cheap for yeah there too, yeah so. I, I mean I could eat tacos every day in my life see every day should have an exchange program then or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, what do what do people not maybe know about you that they should that you that pe- maybe it's not obvious? Uh, I'm really passionate about the actual art of comedy, and that's why I do it because I love this stuff. And it's yeah, it's all it turns out to be business in sense. And a lot of people don't get to see me in the side of bringing comics along, helping them out, putting them in the right places to do things to do great for their careers. But I love it, and I don't want to, and all they see is my business side of things, of yelling at agents or negotiating or, or stuff like that. So, I mean, it's really important for me to, for the comics to succeed, get better if they're passionate about it. If you're not, I'm fine with it. If you just, if you categorize yourself as just like, I want to do this as a fun thing, that mm-hmm. by all means, you're, but I'm not going to fight that hard for you. So I think it's I think sometimes and I've been doing it for so long people don't understand how passionate I am and our guys are about our company and about building this so you know we can put on great shows for for great comics and then uh, so I think that gets lost in the wayside a lot of times. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because without you guys, it just doesn't. Uh, none of this has happened. I'm not able to have a career if you guys aren't doing this yeah. and you guys aren't building your craft and we're not giving you places to build your craft. It's, it's a real cohesive to work together. And I think that some people say you're either on one side of the business or on the other side. And I think there's a lot of people that should be able to work together. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think one of the neatest things is when somebody who I admire or respect um, on that business side, like, takes that interest in yeah, you yeah. or like does that and you're like yeah. wow yeah. like I felt like that when when when, when Hillary supports yeah, me yeah. Casey supports me with Tom yeah. Sims and I'm like I really respect them and here they are yeah. going about for me and I'm like oh you know it is the neatest thing I and know. then it makes me just want to push harder how great is Corey uh, um, Casey by the way so for years Big J's been like yeah you gotta you gotta meet this guy you gotta meet this guy and he's been telling him and next thing you know we hang out together in St. Louis like right after the pandemic and I was like yeah we've been hearing a lot about each other hit it off immediately 
and then we've been hanging, like talking, and then this is our first time since we saw each other. Then, yeah. and it's just like it's like we've known each other forever. It's so crazy, and I that's all I'm talking about this festival and the relationship stuff. I don't feel that. I go to Montreal, I go to Moon Tower and stuff like that, and it's a totally different vibe of things. But it's just you come to something like this, it's more about relationship with the people and stuff. And um, it is really neat. I, yeah. I, my first year, like my first year doing festivals, I was kind of like, how do these people know each other? Or how do they, you know, everybody kind of groups off yeah. and talks. And I was like, how do I do that? My second year doing festivals, I, what I learned is once somebody has been in a festival with you once, if they see you again, they're like, yeah. hey, yeah. even if you haven't talked in a couple of years, yeah. it's like, I know you. Yeah. And we know the same people. And and then, it, I don't know, it, it becomes a smaller world. Yeah. Um, I was really lucky. Um, His ears must have been ringing. <laughs> Casey just came up behind you. Like, I was really well, lucky. Well, being nice, I was being nice. <laughs> <laughs> I went to L.A. for a week right before the pandemic. And the neatest thing was everywhere I went, there wasn't somebody I, I I knew somebody everywhere I went. Right. And I was like, this is because that little festival I went to in Texas or yeah. that little, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever, even at the time if I thought, oh, this, nothing's going to come of this. And it's like something came of it. Right, yeah. Friend or something. So Absolutely. And that's the thing. When you make those friends and then you go to those towns, they'll help you get a spot or do something yeah. like that too. And it's just like, I said this in the panel the other day that I was like, it's more important, for, it's it, as equally important to meet with all these comics, comics and comics, because when you go to their towns, they're going to help you get stuff. And it could be more beneficial for them to get you stuff than some of like a, somebody that runs a single club or multiple clubs or what have you. Yeah. And it's just, uh, why not use every you know asset you can get? That's why I try to talk to as many people as I can, or like, how can I help? Yeah. You know, like, well, it's good. You keep on shoving wings in people's face, and it's like, who's gonna <laughs> not like that? Like, have some wings. Talk about you. Yeah, like, yeah. oh no, that Mario. Well, yeah, I usually don't like talking about me though. Work. But the thing is, though, with you guys, I feel comfortable yeah. to do it. And it feels like stuff is about to happen. Hi. <laughs> uh, it feels like stuff is about to happen. So I'll start wrapping up. But oh. I want to ask you. Um, stuff? You mean weather? Or do you no, think a I mean, fight's gonna happen? Gonna oh, okay. Somebody gonna fight somebody? Not at this We're talking about how friendly all. people are going here, Mary. <laughs> Jesus, I need you. In those <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I don't do. Right? Those, those like, days are over of me fighting. I'll tell you yeah. that. <laughs> no. I mean, all of you guys used to be bouncers, so yeah. Well, those good those days are over. Um. See now. Yeah, you started talking about my arms, and now your thoughts are all off, huh? Yeah. This is great. This is very <laughs> ego for me. I love this. Stop it! No, Ryan. I have a really good question. Okay. Okay. Shoot. Last meal. Uh, I, I don't ask me why it's your last meal. We're not going there. Oh, uh, what but I will have is a last what meal. What would you pick as your like last meal? Uh, country fried steak. You're not the first person to say that. Today. Really? <laughs> God damn it! Today? Today? Oh, I want to. Ch- I want to change it. Um, okay. I like being different. Lobster tacos. I fucking hate lobster. Lobster tacos. Uh, tacos, I love. Um. Probably fried chicken. That's so Ooh. easy. And what else? Cream corn, mashed potatoes. Um, I do love pizza too, though. Mm. How many days can I can it's I like get, can I get pro, can I get prolonged on like this? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So it's like my my uh, execution gets prolonged. I get like a second or third yeah, less like meal. Yeah, too full. Yeah, of right, 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 right. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm gonna go with my initial thought, even though somebody said it earlier today, which I'm disappointed in. But yeah, it's just um, my mom made it when I was a kid, and to tell you the truth, it's I've never had it as good as uh, I mean, it's never been as good before since. But it's something I remembered as a child. And you like stay full all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. in a cold New England yeah, winter, yeah. like that's like the most. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't know if I can handle the cold. Uh, I used to love the the Thanksgiving turkey, but the thing is, we do Thanksgiving at my sister's friend's house, and it was like a big 
everybody would come. If you're not able to go somewhere or do something, you were always come. So I would cook for everybody, and I ended up having to start to delegate some of the stuff because I'd be cooking in the kitchen for like eight hours, and then these people would show up with their shitty casseroles trying to use the stove, and I'd be like, I've been doing this forever, and then so like and I've kind of turned off it because it was just me cooking everything. I loved everything, but now people are bringing their own stuff. So that that would have been it. Yeah, but now I stopped also. I was like, I'm just doing a bird from now on. I'm not doing everything else because you guys are stepping I really on my like toes. I like Thanksgiving. I love stuffing. Oh, yeah. It's one of my favorites. Do you but put the sausage in the cornbread stuffing? No. Just regular old stuffing? Like, my, my mom always does yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah, know, yeah. But in the last several years, she's she's not as good at it anymore. Uh, yeah, I, I don't feel know what it. happened. Did I, she do like a Mexican uh, no. hint to it or anything? Or is, there, is it oh, just no. your typical... Um, no, it'd be a traditional Thanksgiving, but I yeah. think she's gotten a little bit more like, no, Mary, I don't want to have all that grease. So she doesn't put like as much butter uh, as she yeah. should. Well, or good as for much her. Sure. Yeah, but, right. So I think like this year and Thanksgiving's going to Sure. It's not as enjoyable, but I guess we're going to live longer. <laughs> the turkey. <laughs> the turkey's just like dry. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, I think this year, and it's really just me and my folks, and it's one of my favorite holidays because I really enjoy just like laying on the couch playing with the dog no, yeah. and just spending time with my folks watching the game or whatever yeah yeah um this year i'm telling them i want to do just like steaks let's do fillets um kind of steak house. i'm gonna do i'm gonna do them actually this year and do oh, nice. steak style where you baste it oh yeah yeah um, practicing and so um i think we'll do that and we usually do you know we don't we don't get too crazy well, yeah my mom will probably make we'll probably make some sides yeah, but well, it's also. What we always have is a little bean burrito every meal. That's like oh, I love bowl. that. That little sounds bean good. Burrito. Yeah, that's great. She makes her own tortillas. Um, it's also good just to unplug for a while. And you not really have to look at your emails throughout that day. That's what I love about that stuff too. It's just yeah. like you, you turn things off. Everybody else has turned things off too. So it's just like let's just enjoy the company you're with and not have to look at your phone. Yeah, I just like hanging out with the dogs too. And just yeah, like, they're my dogs. My parents have custody. Yeah. Um, um, and normally now on Christmas, what I do is me and my friends will plan a trip or we'll go on a cruise. So like, oh nice, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you guys have plans for this Christmas? Yeah, me and my friends we're gonna go on a cruise. Okay. Even though like we're a little scared that like because it's it just started, yeah. But it, it seems to be a good. It was always a good vacation for us because really affordable, uh, lots to do, you know, yeah. and it's just. Yeah, it's just a good time. I like a tropical vacation. I prefer a tropical vacation, too. Like, I haven't been on an actual vacation. I've traveled so much in the last yeah. few months, too. It's like, I just want to go somewhere that's actual. Like, I enjoy this. But I want to go sit on a beach somewhere well, and, and just that's, do that's that. That's another reason. One of my friends is always like, I need to unplug. I need to be away from the yeah, office. Yeah. And a cruise is a good way to I do it. I feel guilty about doing automatic uh, replies on my emails, though. Like, just we're in this type of business, though. You're never really off. And, like, no. your phone's always on you. And, like, you have to. And it's just... and that, But I'm fine with it, too. And I just... I've made peace with it, but if there comes a time that was like, if I'm going to like tropical somewhere, I'm like, all right, I'm going to take a few days off and just Royal be like. Caribbean. Like, okay, cruises are, some people like to make fun of us yeah, for yeah. doing this, but I don't care. But like, they're fun. Yeah. There's great comedy on the, yeah, on yeah. the boat. But also like, they have their own island and it's everything you want to do on a beach. You know, really? You want snorkel, you want a jet ski. We get the unlimited drink pass and it's yeah. just like, nobody has to drive. That's my other thing. I don't want to drink anymore unless. Yeah. I have a hotel. I don't have to work. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, Everything's got to be lined up. Yeah, I'm too. I'm getting too. Old. I've been on one cruise, and yeah. it was uh, my parents were like, "Well, let's do something with the family." Okay. And then so there was a lady that uh, a friend of mine too, his mom, in our neighborhood that I grew up in, and outside DC would put together this big cruise every year, and it's like 150 people, and we just kind of that. tagged along to it. But it was also like four good buddies of mine yeah. on there too. So it's my parents were like, "Well, this family thing." I was like, "No, it was me getting on the boat and getting fucking annihilated every night." And then doing family stuff throughout the day or whatever. Yeah. But it was this, 
uh, there was also like 400 deaf people on the boat, which was kind of <laughs> weird. But it was back where I used to get after it a little bit too. So I got kicked out of the casino a couple times. Uh, every time I would come up to the casino, the lady I call here. Here comes Mr. Potty Mouth. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> got oh a my reputation. Gosh, you're yeah, brilliant. yeah. And it was just, uh, but it was a good time. But I do remember like how I wasn't in cruise jail was beyond me. I this is probably my most get turned on a cruise. There was 20 Amish people on this cruise doing like their rum springer. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I bought them drinks. And yeah. They were getting, they were going, because it was 10 boys and 10 girls. Yeah. And they were doing stuff. I got so drunk one night, and then we had to go zip lining the next morning, Ugh. and I was just like barfing the whole oh, way, yeah, yeah. and I had to jump off a canopy, and I was like, what am I oh, doing? Oh, my God. I hate those excursions where you're like, this is dangerous. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I'm not going if the weight limit is that close. Yeah, right, you know? yeah. Anyway, but it's a good time. It's that is good, away. yeah. We never vacationed as when we were younger, like, my parents didn't take us anywhere. Oh, uh, really? We went to uh, Emerald Isle. I've got very fond memories of it because oh, yeah. we had a couple families do it, and then we would rent condos next to each other, and it was also with my best friend oh. that actually, like, I'm still good friends with. Like, Your he's basically my brother. And then, yeah, <laughs> they did. But it was fun, and then it, we did it to a point where we got older, and then it just kind of fizzled out. But my best friend I was telling you about, his family still goes down there. He's got a bunch of kids or three kids. His sister goes down with her kids, and they still do it, which is nice to hear. But, uh... I've got very fond memories of that. Because we walk the beach, and you get to the age, you start talking to girls. And then, like, I mean, yeah, I loved it. Oh, that's so fun. That's so... Smoking cigarettes under the dock uh, when we got a little older. I miss cigarettes. Sneaking booze from your dad's. I quit cigarettes about five or six years ago. Yeah. And that's why I always carry these now, because I, it's like I, I was on the nicotine mints for a while. Yeah. I don't know why I'm talking about this on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, and then I was like, I should probably quit these nicotine mints. And then I was like, if I could just find something to replace that, Good I'll be Good for you. Okay. You've been doing that? How long have you been off the... A couple years. A couple years now. Off the nicotine? Just, yeah. The mints nicotine you've been off for a couple years? Yes. Wow, that's impressive. But I've been addicted to Altoids, but they're a lot cheaper. Well, yeah, Altoids, though. But I mean, I, I started smoking the vape just to stop smoking actual cigarettes, and I think I'm more addicted to the vape now well, than I was cigarettes. I thought about and I had a, a vape, and then I was like, well, I don't want to replace it with another addiction. Right. Uh, tomorrow morning. Sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry, Gene. <laughs> yeah, Gene bombarded us at dinner uh, tonight on his podcast. <laughs> I know. He's been harassing me this whole time. He's a great dude, too. I know. I, lo- I mean, I, these are my people. You yeah, know what I mean? It yeah. is nice that I, I'm happy to be in such a good scene. So. Yeah, there is good. Okay, I'll let you go, Ryan. It's been really <laughs> great. But I want to ask you last question. Sure. I have comics this, and I imagine it's a different story. What do you want? Let's say short-term, vision board. I, I know you're probably a big fan of vision boarding and journaling. Oh, absolutely. But um, what do you want in the next maybe one, a real short-term, one, two years? For comedy related? For whatever. Uh, I want to continue to build happiness by doing what I want to do. And by what I want to do is continue to build scenes for comics, and not only in Boston, but different parts of the country that we're working on, and making an inclusive, fun scene where everybody gets paid. I love it. That's what I want. I love it. I want yeah. that too. And everybody get laid. <laughs> yeah. I want everybody to start fucking. Everybody. <laughs> everybody. All right. Thank you so much, Ryan Con. It was so good to talk to you. You're welcome. Have a great festival. We'll see you later. Thank you, Mary. Thanks for listening to Wings with Friends. We'll talk to you later. Bye.